Good day, everyone. It's Matt with a cup of freedom. Hope you're doing well today, wherever you're listening from. I have my coffee. I'm ready to share just a, a small cup of freedom this morning. I'm sitting here looking out my window here in San Antonio, Texas, and it's a rainy morning. Very rainy, very wet. We got some rain this morning. It was dark this morning and just kind of a melancholy day. There you go. There's a word for you, right? Melancholy. Uh, so it was hard for me to kind of get up and get going this morning, but I, I was doing my devotions this morning and just this idea came came to me through my devotions and wanted to come on and just share a quick thought today. Well, hopefully it'll be quick, but I do hope that you are enjoying your cup of coffee or whatever you're drinking today uh, and you are resting in the goodness and grace of the Lord. Well, the thought I wanted to share with you, I, I've actually been, the last couple of days, uh, been having some moments of just kind of feeling down, uh, you know, kind of the emotional roller coaster that sometimes can happen. And, you know, I had a great Father's Day, everything was great there, but just some some other moments of just kind of feeling feeling down, it got me to thinking about how that can happen for each of us, you know, the the highs and lows of emotions. And especially during these times that we've been experiencing over these last months and listening and talking to people and working with clients who are dealing with so much emotional uh, struggles and issues and just how that can affect all of us. And it reminded me how it still affects me at times, and these kind of depressive emotions, I guess, rear their ugly head uh, at times. Uh, it's a lot better than what it was, but but uh, so I just, I wanted to come on, and I, so it got me thinking about how, you know, how this, what scripture talks about renewing the mind, Romans 12, 2, where it, where it says this, it says, uh, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God that you may prove what is good okay that's what it was so being being transformed and this idea of renewing the mind and, and thinking about how much of the transformation that happened in me that had to happen in my recovery you know from pornography how much that had to happen. That was so huge. And then the work now that I do with my own clients in, in renewing their mind, how much of that is, is so important for each of us? Because really what it is, is, is it's, it's challenging the things that we believe to be true and bringing them to the Lord and saying, Lord, is this really true, or is this a partial truth, or is this a lie? And most of the work that I do and most of the transformation and renewing of the mind and my own journey has come from, from this work of replacing lies with truth. And I'm going to do a whole episode eventually on, on some of these lies, because there's a whole lot of, lot of lies, but there's some that are specific to the issue of uh, sexual recovery. But but the idea of renewing our mind and that God wants to replace these lies 
and these truth with absolute truth. See, we live in a day today where people want truth or are looking for truth, but we're talking about absolute truth, uh, the the absolute truth of God's God's word is what we need, is what is what we should want as followers of Jesus. And sometimes that means we have to be challenged on things. We have to be, you know, the Holy Spirit in His loving way will counsel us to say, you know what, Matt, you're believing this. So, for example, just, you know, just with the, the kind of the depressive emotions, you know, in the past, <clears throat> that would immediately go to the woe is me, self-pity, you know, oh, this is what my, where my identity is. And so, again, the Holy Spirit, in His grace and love and kindness, because I'm doing better today, reminded me, well, Matt, this is not who you are. This is not your identity. You're not going to be identified by your emotions, and also you're not going to be identified by what you do or don't do. You know, that's the last thing that I want, is for someone to look at me and identify me by what I'm doing, good or bad, or by what I'm not doing, good and bad. And so the renewing of the mind happened there because it was like, oh, wait a minute, this is the truth. The truth is I'm not going to be defined by my emotions. I don't have to allow my emotions to define me. And so I always go back to God's promises in these types of situations to help renew my mind. Before I get into a couple of those you know, promises, again, you know, this idea of truth, so my coffee cup that I'm drinking out of is is blue. It's a blue coffee cup. And that's that's truth, but someone else could look at that and say, "Oh, you know what? That that looks black or that looks purple." So we can be presented with truth, with absolute truth. We can be presented with that and we can still not agree with it. A lot of the work I do is also breaking agreements with these lies. You know, so for example, if a lie that I'm believing is that I'm defined by my by what I do and don't do, that's how I'm going to define myself. Well, I have to break the agreement with that first. I have to reject that. I have to I have to admit that I believed that, reject it, uh, repent of it, actually turn from it. And say, no, that's not how God defines me. And so I'm going to live out of what he says about me. So that's, but if I don't ever get to that point, then I'm still in some ways attaching myself and agreeing with a lie, even if it's still partially there. And that's the renewing of the mind. That's the work that the Holy Spirit does. And sometimes we need other people, you know, to guide us and to help us in that. That's what I do. That's, you know, if you want to ask me one thing that I do is I try to transform guys' minds into believing what God says about them. That's what I do. And ultimately, then that will help them to, in their recovery, in their behavior, in their thought life, and all of that. But if I can't get them to break an agreement in their minds with with something that they believe to be true, then I, I can't there's not going to be any transformation. And the same is true with any area of life, I believe. If you're looking to lose weight, but you your mind doesn't change at some point in time, you're still you're doing a lot of stuff in your behavior, but if the mind doesn't change to to a completely renewed mindset, then you're gonna struggle 
with losing weight. That's just that's that's just another example of a practical example. So this idea then of the promises of God. So again, when I when I one of the things that's transformed in me when I go through these kind of depressive moments is I I have this is what I do. I have to fall back on God's promises and what He says. And one of the biggest promises that He gives to me that I hold on to is Romans eight thirty eight, and that's the uh, nothing can separate me, nothing can separate us from the love of God. There's nothing. You know, this is the scripture where it goes in. You know, not no, neither angels nor demons, neither neither height nor depth. No, there's nothing, no amount of circumstances, no amount of anything can separate us. So I, I just have this thought now in my in my mind that I go to. One of the promises is that is is there's no separation. Another one is in Romans eight eight one, and we've talked about it is no condemnation. There's no condemnation. There's no separation for those that are in Christ. That's those are two promises. And then I also go to uh, Hebrews chapter six eighteen and nineteen, where it talks about. Christ being our anchor, this idea of being an anchor where, you know, I, I don't know if you've done any fishing before, but, you know, you drop, you start catching a bunch of fish, you drop the anchor and it'll hold you in place. And so the, the storms of life are coming, but the anchor of God's promises, of God's truth, renew my mind into believing that these, these circumstances are just that. Uh, I don't have to fix the world. I don't have to control the universe that I can trust him and that he is the anchor when things in life seem out of control and seem chaotic and seem crazy. Well, that's not really true because he's the anchor of my soul. So I have to fall back on these truths and allow these truths to renew my mind. And, you know, God understands our struggles. He understands what we're going through. He's not naive to the fact that you're struggling with pornography or whatever it is that you're struggling struggling with. He knows that this world is presenting an unlimited amount of pressure on you. Again, that's why it says, don't be conformed to the pattern of this world. That's going to be one of the biggest works of God in our lives, is taking us out of the patterns of this world and the thinkings of this world, and then transforming us into the truth of of his world, of his, of his truth. And until that happens on your road to recovery and freedom and in your journey to freedom, then you're still going to be continuing to go to the patterns of this world for your comfort, for your identity, for all of that. You're going to go to the behaviors that feed into that. So if your mind is filled with shameful thoughts, you're going to go and act in shameful ways because you're reinforcing the lie that you believe that you're no good, or that you're unworthy, or that you're unacceptable, any of those. So the world's going to exert a relentless amount of pressure on you to do that, trying to you know, mold you the way that it wants to. Okay. So one of the practical things I would mention today in the renewing of the mind is this this like I was spending time this morning. I just needed some some extra concerted alone time 
here in my little study in my room, looking out at the rain, and just time with the Lord for him to remind me and whisper these truths into me again. Matt, there's no condemnation. Matt, there's no separation. Matt, I'm the anchor for your soul. Those those are just three promises. There's a whole lot of others that I hold on to, but those are three promises that he gives me that I just, I had to, I, I needed that time. So we, we give him, we give him that extra time and he then can transform our minds. But I think sometimes we have to, we have to give him permission to do that. And we have to set aside some, some time in our own busyness and whatever we're doing to allow him to do that. And so I think this task of renewing the mind is going to be one of the more challenging experiences you're going to go through because the mind is where the lies live. But here's the promise and here's the truth is that his spirit in you is always working on this in you. Please know that. Please be reassured of that. He doesn't want to overwhelm you with this, but he's constantly working and prompting you and counseling you to the truth of who you are. But just like I said with the coffee cup, we can still look at the coffee cup, a blue coffee cup, and say, oh, that's, that's not blue. So we still have to, even though the Holy Spirit will present us with truth, we still have to believe it. We have to choose it. And he's going to show us where we need to be transformed in these in these areas in our mind. He's going to help us to develop these new thought patterns and new attitudes. That's the work of the Holy Spirit in us. Our responsibility is to let Him do it, to trust Him. And so the world, yeah, it's going to present all kinds of distractions. But God's always going to be there to say, wait a minute, this is truth. And the more this happens, the more you actually become aware of His presence within you at all times. It's like, wait a minute, my mind doesn't want to go down that that rabbit hole because, God, you're with me, you're in me. And so this awareness of His presence, like this no separation, is so overwhelming to me because it just is so, it's so reassuring i can't explain it because then it just it's like you know it's hands off there's nothing that can there's nothing that can take me out of his hands and out of his love and so that that awareness that deeper awareness is what i want for you and so this transformation that happens then you grow and you mature into what god says about you and then when something comes, like what happens to me over the last few days, yes, I still feel it, I still express it, but I return back to the truth, the absolute truth, not my truth or not someone else's truth, not the world's projection of truth, but his truth. And the truth is, is that there is no condemnation, there is no separation that he's the anchor of my soul. And then 2 Corinthians 3.17, I'll leave you with this verse. Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So if you have the Holy Spirit in you, you have freedom. Know that, believe that, trust that, and then allow the Holy Spirit to renew your mind to that. Because if you're still trying to pursue freedom, 
by trying harder in your own behavior, you need to realize and renew, have your mind renewed to the fact that you already have the Holy Spirit in you, and the Spirit of God is freedom. Just walk in that. Trust that. So I know I went a little longer. I said it was going to be a small cut, but that's what I wanted to share with you today, and I hope that helps. Again, contact us if you would like to pursue uh, one-on-one coaching or to find out more about us. We'll put a link in the description for our ministry. So have a great day as we say here on A Cup of Freedom, come as you are and find freedom. We'll talk to you next time. Mm -hmm.